0: Is everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in.
1: Get Anchor.
2: This week on the five minute warning,
1: we got to talk about that. Like, you, that's a bold move, even like mentioning his name because it's just so taboo to even admit that you ever liked R. Kelly nowadays.
2: And I thought Allison Chains was over with. But they weren't. And they got a dude that they got, it was really crazy for me because they got a dude that sounds like their former lead singer, which is the hardest person to replace. And, but he black. What an afro. And killed it. And I was like, what in the world's going on? Harder to breathe? Super dope.
0: I mean, when it's all said and done, man, all of their releases, for the most part, have been money. And then their album, and then their albums got a whole bunch of stuff that they'll never release, and it's still money. So yeah, Maru Five Man, yo. And
2: now. The five minute warning.
0: Do, 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 do. Welcome to another episode of Five Minute Warning. Yeah, I just blew a trumpet. That was in my hand it was fake so i mean sometimes
1: what, you that, need that, to... that, that was the real trumpet
2: shut up man <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it took him
2: 10 seconds i love it <laughs> the only music music
0: inclination i have is pushing play pushing a play button on my cell phone so yeah playing instruments are not in my wheelhouse but you didn't come here to listen to me play instruments You came here because you like 5-Minute Warning, and once again, I am the person that they say is in charge, but really isn't. I'm Ruben. Of course, we got AG on the ones and twos. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And we got Moby chilling in the cut. Man, man, just chilling, man. Ready, excited about this show. So, before we get into it, we're going to change the show up a little bit this week. But before we get into that, I got to talk about... Like so far, the last, I don't know, nine days have been pretty awesome for me because I'm working out again. Woo!
2: i didn't know you ever really stopped man
0: i stopped for real oh
2: okay i didn't i wasn't sure okay. I
0: you don't talk about it when you stop you only talk about it when you're doing it <laughs> that's true
2: <laughs> that's so just so true oh my god you, you so send true. pictures
0: out you tweet you instagram whatever like yeah i'm in the gym i don't care what's going on where i'm in the
1: gym you <laughs> see no days off exactly <laughs> exactly
0: right now nine days straight baby and the only reason is cuz I can I feel like I don't have choices because I look out my window and it's right there. So it's like,
2: oh, that's right cuz your new place, that's yeah. right cuz we said that you moved a couple weeks ago, your new place has a gym on site.
0: Yeah, and I that's literally right. can walk takes me a minute to walk to it. So it's like that one day I feel like I don't feel like going to the gym. I can't look at my window because then I'm gonna guilt my own self for going to the gym. Which
2: is probably <laughs> not a bad thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest about it. Um, So, I've done a simple workout so far. First of all, I hate treadmills, but now I do it. When I go in, I start lifting heavier dumbbells. There are days when I work out with um, dumbbells and um, the chain. Uh, That's not right. The The
2: chain or the ropes?
0: No, no, no. All right, Moby. The machine that you can do a whole bunch of different things on with the pulleys and stuff. Oh, you use the cable? Cables, yes. Uh, cable I love machine. That. <laughs> so I, I have some move moves. I have some exercises on the cable machine, and then I do a half hour on the treadmill. And then the next day, I just do an hour on the treadmill. You know, get the cardio in. Then the next day, I go with the heavy dumbbells, and then I do. They have weight machines in there too, so I do some of those, and then another thirty minutes on the treadmill. So really I'm in there about an hour a day but the thing I hate it most about working out when it's all said and done is cardio because it's boring and
2: it's boring. Well my question is why don't you make your your other workout your cardio by doing high intensity interval training?
0: Because I'm not ready for that yet. Well, that was two birds there. one
2: stone, I'm just saying
0: Yeah, I'm going to get there, but okay. I ain't ready for that yet um, and, that's, and I would say That's probably the difference this time Is Last time, I wanted the quick fix I wanted to be in four weeks That I'm cut, I'm ripped I lost like 50 pounds Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't exist Because if that does happen to you You need to go to the hospital because that is unnatural
2: <laughs> You need to go to the hospital
0: Because <laughs> they need to pump you Full of fluids because that means you ain't got no water, none of that. It's just you lose fifty pounds in thirty days. First of all, what'd you do, and what corner did you get your crack from? So, but don't tell me that because I don't, I don't need that in my life. So, yeah, I'm just taking the, the kind of the slow way with it, and basically, I'm trying to build up endurance because what I want to do every two weeks, um, I want to up my game somewhere. So whether it's You know doing heavier weights on the cables and on the machines and eventually because right now I'm doing 25 pound dumbbells on each arm now I'm a big guy but like in my house I'm rocking 10 pound dumbbells I know I'm stronger than that so I figured I need to up my game and plus I've been reading you're supposed to go heavy with basic reps or I can go light with a whole bunch of reps and to me that sounds crazy so I tried that it just I didn't feel good with that so I go I'm trying to go heavier and then even though I hate the treadmill with a passion because you got bad knees the one thing I would say about the treadmills we have there I mean they they got the game plan it's like one of those life fitness ones they got solitaire on that yo (laughs) (laughs) man you are laughing solitaire just became your highlight yo Solid, yo, man, it keeps my mind working. That's the one thing about walking I hate. I got to think about stuff. And it's like, at my old place, I was walking around, but I was playing video games with my phone, but I wasn't necessarily paying attention. So it's like, you know, not that I was going to get hit by a car or anything. I just like to know my surroundings, you know. And, well, on the treadmill, you know, I started playing the game, but once again, on a treadmill, you worry about a couple things. You may have to hold on to something because you want to see your heart rate. Or, you know, you may just not be your hand, eye, body coordination may not just be good. And that's just me. And to me, you know, a tre- walking on a treadmill is kind of difficult. I'm just going to put it out there. It's kind of difficult. So basically what I do is I realize I have solitaire. I've made up a couple of things in my mind and I start low. Then I... After five minutes, I get to 2.5, and right now that's where I'm at. Oh, hopefully I hope to get up to three in a couple weeks. But once you get to three, then you're kind of you're, you're going to start your running pace type of deal. So basically, I hold on to the um, the heart sensor of one arm, and then I play solitaire. It just keeps my mind moving. And then next thing you know, I'm looking at it. Oh, 15 minutes have passed. I mean, I play like four, solid game, four or five Solitaire game games, you know? So basically I've had, I got this thing where when I'm doing a 30 minute on the treadmill, I can't, if I, if I win a game before my 30 minutes are up, then I'm done. But if I don't, I can't get off it until I win a game. So that in itself is, is good. And then when I do my hour, I try to basically see how many games I can win in an hour. I just broke my record today of three. So on an hour pace. So, I mean, that tells you how many games I don't win in Solitaire. So, you know, it just keeps my mind moving and thinking about other stuff than me. Hey, I just walked two and a half miles, which you know I look at. i was like, okay, that's kind of dope. I just walked two and a half miles in an hour. And for fat people, I mean, some of you listening may not be fat, but for fat people, yo, that's an accomplishment. I was almost sweating today almost
2: almost almost okay
0: i'm getting there i'm telling you i don't sweat and that's a problem you're supposed to be able to sweat so you know i'm getting there and then i guess my other my basic story is yesterday i was doing 30 minutes on a trip i just worked out and did the machines and then like man it was 20 minutes i had Oh, I won a game. I had won a game. So I was like, I know I'm doing 30. And I'm looking at it. It's like, man, this 10 minutes is like the worst. And then I'm listening to music, of course. NWA, 100 Miles and Running comes on. I became so energized. Even though that song is four minutes long, it just energized me for the last 10 minutes of it. It was awesome. You know? Now, if... If you're not familiar with 100 Miles and running, you know, 100 Miles and running, MC running on a gun and then a whole bunch of other stuff that I can't say on the show. So, it was just a big energy push, which then gave me the idea of our top five today. So, normally we do top fives closer to the end of the show. Today, this is a special top five. Like, when we came up with this top five, I was like... Oh man, this is about to this is about to be mean. So I want to devote a little bit more time to the top five today. And that's why we're starting out with that. Then we'll have the speed <coughs> round and we'll talk about some other stuff that happened in the news. Mo B's got his um his section. He gonna give he's gonna grace us with some words of wisdom. And you know, we'll talk about what's on your mind and call it a day. But what we're gonna do, we're gonna start with the top five. So this week, the top five is the top five, your top five musical discographies that you love. Now, let me explain what this is. Basically, is the totality of an artist, the artist or artist group of all their um, albums and stuff they come out with. And basically, we have our own. We're not gonna rank them, but we have our top five of best that we feel that um, best got discographies. So yes you're probably going to hear about 15 different groups or people today. But you know what? I'm very excited about it because... We're not, we not ranking? <laughs> I mean, if you want to rank, I, I can't rank. It's because I could rank, but some of them are so close that it's like... Ugh, it depends what day I, I'm having. So, But we'll all start out with our first honorable mention. So I'll go first with my honorable mention and then we'll go around. So my honorable mention... And the reason why this person is my honorable mention is because I feel like the totality of his work is good. Now, he kind of lost me with his personal crap. But then when it's all said and done, he shifted from one genre to another genre that necessarily is not going to affect me until later, I guess. I'll just say it like that. And that's R. Kelly. So, R. Kelly, man, she's yeah. You know, R. Kelly in the public announcement. First of all, that first album was terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's, other than she got that vibe, she got that vibe. Yeah, that song, bang. Summer bunnies, not so much. But he's got a whole, you know, the joint he's did with Aaliyah. Um, the whole twelve play out al- The twelve play album itself is a classic i mean and then he shifted from young people stuff to old people like my parents stuff with step to the name of love and all his other stuff we're not gonna talk about that jeep song but you know he just he was like yeah i can't talk about young kids and stuff no more so i'm gonna move to old people and that's fine <laughs> you know but i feel like for me when he came out, he was talking to younger versions of me. Then he went straight from that to older versions of me. And I just, you know, I think his work is exceptional. But, you know, for me, he the one of the biggest reasons he's an uh, honorable mention is because I can't get down with his extracurriculars, man. I just can't. But his discography was okay. It was good. I found it to be pretty decent. He, he made a lot of money. Now he's using all that money to um keep himself out of jail. But that's a story for another time. Um so I mean, I- We gotta
1: talk about that. Like you that's a bold move, even like mentioning his name because it's just so Taboo to even admit that you ever liked R. Kelly nowadays. So <laughs> I mean <laughs> well, I mean so, so I'ma give you I'm gonna give you a little bit of credit just for like, you know, leading off with, with that.
0: Well, I mean, that's why he's an honorable mention. But I'm going to be real with you, Moby. Like, 12 Play came out when you were tiny. And 12, I believe, correct me if uh, I'm wrong. Well,
1: I wasn't tiny, but I mean. <laughs> I mean, you want not you won't, you were you're a, you're a child. I mean, look, I was old enough to be, you know, if I was a female, I could have been somebody he was talking about.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> didn't take him long to get there buddy didn't take him long to get there y'all <laughs> should have moved out of the way the whole,
0: <laughs> but that's the whole thing 12 play was such a great album that you didn't realize he was talking about underage girls for the most part come on man some, I'm not saying he didn't but I'm just gonna say that some some of the songs were questionable but you, you really didn't know until he st- he just started calling stuff the Pied Piper until after that album, and that's when you start realizing, hold on, player, you know, you ain't rats ain't following you, so what are you talking about? So, I mean, I, that's what I'll say. And yeah, well, thank you for giving me credit for being brave, but I mean, you know, he was okay before he really started letting everybody know that he liked little girls. So, I'll just put that out there. So that's my honorable mention. So we'll start there. Ag, what's your honorable mention?
2: My honorable mention is Allison Chains, because uh, yeah, well, because part of my criteria for this, one, I've had to think about it. I was like, when I think of longevity, I think of longevity first within the band itself. It's like, especially if it's a band. If it's one person, it doesn't matter. But if it was a band, are most of the members still there? Do they sound the same? As far as those members progressing and maturing. So, Allison Chains had, they have, they're a particular, um, particularly unique story to me because they were in a situation where everybody was familiar with four dudes. Really, two dudes, really. And one of those people died. Mm -hmm. And I thought Allison Chains was over with. But they weren't. And they got a dude that, they got it was really crazy for me because they got a dude that sounds like their former lead singer which is the hardest person to replace and but he black what an afro <laughs> and killed it and i was like what in the world's going on so as crazy as that situation was from the beginning to now you can still tell that it's an allison chains record so from that standpoint, the level of songwriting, all of it, they are definitely my first honorable mention.
0: You know what was the name of the of the track with Allison Chains? Because the one that, cause I have listened to Allison Chains and there are a couple. There's a couple of songs on my um my Spotify with them. And what's the one where he was like, and I'm gonna try to sing it horribly. This is before the black dude came in there. It was like. Oh God, this is so embarrassing Hey My
2: eyes
0: And then he said Jesus Christ and I was like, what?
2: <laughs> oh, I, yeah um, That's a man in a box
0: Yeah, that was like, and that's what caught my attention I was like, hold on dog What? You just Are you sitting here? Word <laughs> That's all I can say Because, you know, it was and It, it was catchy and before You even knew it it was like that's when I realized, okay, they're a little bit deeper than most bands are. So I mean, like I said, I got a couple of tracks on my Spotify. So I, I'm with you. I just I'm gonna be honest though. After the '90s, I was kind of I didn't follow them anymore.
2: So well, they were part. Of, they were part of the whole grunge thing, but they weren't really grunge. Uh, yeah, because I, I you know because a lot of the bands that came out then are still good. But if you were following them as a as a trend, you probably did lose interest, but yeah, Allison Chains and I, and actually, this reminds me somebody else that should have gotten mentioned too, which uh, them, Pearl Jam, and uh, Soundgarden. Because as oh, far yeah. as I'm concerned, those those three, there's a there's a couple of them, other bands out there that are fit in this category too. They were they were game changers musically. As far as I'm concerned, they're still around. So, but yeah, Allison Chains is my. Um, Gotcha. My, uh, honorable mention. Awesome. Moby. Well, my
1: honorable mention always almost was in the grunge category. I was really on on the fence about uh, Nirvana, but um, instead, my man, my my list is so all over the place. But my honorable mention is gonna go to. Oh, shut up!
2: Nice.
1: I'm just saying they they're, they're my honorable mention, and it's really like. My, my number five and them were all, like, I really could make a bigger argument to put them in my top five, but I think my top, my number five artists, they're just so influential in the music today that it was just hard for me to be really not be like, well, I like their discography just because it's so relevant to today. But Maroon 5, man, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they have never dropped a bad album. Never and the i just respect them so much for their sound and and adam levine's just loved of being with the band because everybody knows he could have just said screw y'all and just did something by himself but it's never been what he's wanted to do
2: truth now my question to you is what's your favorite maroon five record
1: oh just just, hmm.
2: Because personally, mine is the first one.
1: I about to say for- like so, songs about Jane is is really, really probably my favorite. But the one that I can literally like bang out to, and like my daughters are really into Maroon Five now too, is the V album. Like,
2: okay, I get that.
1: I mean, just because it's just got so many up tempo tracks, but yeah, songs about Jane is is it.
0: Yeah, the V album, <laughs> the V album is actually five for their fifth album. Yeah,
1: I, I, my girls call it B, so I just yeah you with know, it, you know?
0: <laughs> so first of all, I knew we were going to match up on something, because Maroon <laughs> 5 is actually in my top five. And yo, man, songs about Jane, that's one of the few albums from beginning to end Yeah, it's going to make you feel some kind of way. And like, I just want to go and smack Jane mentally. Ah, <laughs> you want to smack her? Mentally. Man, I want to.
1: I want to thank her because well, I mean, man. she she inspired something.
0: We'll see that, <laughs> and, I, and I was about to come back with that. Also, he. I hope he sent her a check, or he was like, "Yeah, I made this all about you." Dropped a couple, you know, f bombs, middle finger. Yeah, I'm making all this money because of you. Thank you, man. I just hope we well, I she tried her. to sue
2: him, right? Uh, she tried to sue him, right?
0: Yeah, because she thought she could win something, and yeah, she, she tried to sue him behind that. That was real. Yeah, she lost because she, <laughs> she couldn't prove. Yeah, she could like literally, you know, she couldn't prove that everything was about her. And he was just like, "How you know it's about you?" Because this, this, and this. Well, I did. It was such, such.
1: And e- even if it was about her, that's still not grounds to sue,
2: <laughs> right? It's like she's trying to sue. You didn't write a song. You didn't write a melody. You were just a muse. Muse don't get paid. Not at all.
0: So yeah, man. So I'm a, I guess I'm I gotta jump in now. Cause, you know, Moby took one of my top five, which I knew was I knew was gonna happen. So I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna just slide in and yo, something about moves like Jagger, that song is super awesome. There are a couple Christina um Western Faith, I don't remember the last name.
2: Um Aguilera. Yeah, Chris Aguilera
0: tracks that I mess with. Like, but I would never like real talk talk about it. But I guess I'm gonna talk about it now. Moves like Jagger is super dope. If anything positive came off her being on the voice, was that track. <laughs> because I think she sucked on the voice. I thought she was kind of a f- female dog and whatnot. And um, you know, I just didn't like her. But that moves like Jagger Track, super dope. Um, harder to breathe, super dope. I yeah, mean like that one. When it's all said and done, man, all of their releases, for the most part, have been money. money. And then their <laughs> album, and then their albums got a whole bunch of stuff that they'll never release and it's still money.
1: So yeah, Maru Five, man yo oh and to put the disclaimer out there like the maroon five tracks you hear on the radio don't think the whole album's like that no they're so diverse
0: <laughs> man and here's the crazy part i'm just gonna be what it is i think their new album is okay i just think it's okay because their discography has so many good albums on it it's hard for them to beat what they already got. If they stop making music today, like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for real. Because if they're not even even thought about, then there's a problem in music because these dudes have done it the right way. I mean, they've come out with good music. They come out with decent videos. And plus, you know, Adam, Adam Levine will forever be winning until he finds a way to make himself take a, take a loss. He hadn't yet. Because even he turned his loss from Jane to a W. So if you can do that, man. wait, What? So, hey, what I'm going to do next? I'm going to date a whole bunch of swimsuit moms. Oh, guess what? I'm going to marry one. And then have a kid. Man, whatever. That dude's a beast. And so is Maroon 5. So I guess now we can just skip me. Because we've just had that love fest from Maroon 5. A.G.,
2: well, I just switched one out of the top five because I felt like, well, I did, man. I had to do it, man, because Bon Jovi was going to be my in the top five, but then I thought about the criteria for me, and that band has changed so, so much. I agree. So I'm like, okay, I'll put them in an honorable mention type of thing, even though their discography is really good. But the bump allowed me to put in Jay-Z. Ooh, didn't expect that. Mm. i love me some jay-z I didn't mean, expect that not gonna lie blueprint i mean hard Knock, i mean the black album i mean he's had some records out there that i didn't really appreciate from a a, a mix standpoint um like kingdom come from a mix standpoint you know i was kind of like eh, i could have done without it but the lyrical content with that dude is always fire with gas being poured on it constantly as far as i'm concerned and so i'm like well yeah he's got to be in my top five i mean i remember the day i got the black album i was in brooklyn actually and bought it there and i'm like and put it in a little you had a disc man (laughs) y'all that's how old this is so i'm sitting here listening to it like that and being blown away by like what in the world so yeah jay-z is definitely my first uh the last of my top five so he is five of my top five
0: nice i mean i'm not gonna lie jay-z probably could be in my top 10 um i don't know i mean he's great i just for, for my world i'm not that i'm not feeling him
1: like that but hey man to each his own yeah, when it comes to Jay Z, I'm one of those people that I'm like, I am a huge appreciator and fan of his talent, even though he's not like somebody that I gravitate to. But I, I can't say he's not great at what he does. I mean, he doesn't ruin anything for me, and I mean, just numbers wise and influence. I mean, you can't. You just really can't argue with it.
0: I think the the best and the smartest thing he did. Was take a back seat to Beyonce. I I, I mean I just think that that could have that might have been the
1: smartest I don't think move. That was by choice, bro. Like that's some, now, some, some things you just gotta get out the way
0: of. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know, but the thing about it is, he could have still got out the way, but still came out with music. Nah, he just stopped it. He's like, yo, is my wife is my wife's turn? And I think for me, I thought that was that might be one of the most brilliantest business moves that he has done because he let her fly like a phoenix and you know you see, I think you have given him credit for the wrong thing I don't think it had nothing to do with him you know and and you say that but I will say this I even though he didn't necessarily like you know do her stardom I think it's important to, to realize that he got out of the way of it. I mean, I just think well, they were—they were, the,
1: were on two different trajectories, man. Like, oh well, yeah, mean, he was ending, and she was—he he, he, he had been—he had been there, and she was going there. So, I mean, I think they were just passing by, want to—want reason to try to get in the way. Yeah, but you know, his ego didn't get in the way. Okay, I can—I can say it. I, I can agree with that. He—he didn't—he didn't necessarily try to make it about him.
0: Because we can go back to Rod Digger, and the dude she was with was a rapper and she stopped her career for that dude and we don't even know who he is and Rod Digger when she blew up she blew up and now I mean she's happy being a wife and stuff and a a mom and stuff but imagine if Rod Digger's career could have continued I'm not saying
1: you're being very presumptuous in assuming that that was like something that he was advocating for what if that's what she wanted to do well
0: so in a couple of interviews, I've read some interviews about it because she said, you know, you know, I did my thing and I decided to, you know, be a a mother and stuff like that, so he can do his thing. But his thing never blew up, so where I'm just saying, I'm saying that when she got out the game, it could have been bigger. She could have been, you know, I think she could have easily reached Eve status. Because she was going there and then she just stopped. And I'm just like, it was just sad. Cause Rod Digga's first and only well, no, she came out with two. Her first one was sick. Sick Imperial. Sick classic. And her second one wasn't so much, so it is what it is. Alright.
1: Enough
0: about Rod Digga. I' O B. Twenty of five.
1: Yeah, this is the one that I, deb- I fought with putting Maroon 5 over them, and it's you just should've. hard for from- me. No, I mean, I probably should have, but I have a real reasonable explanation as to why 3-6 Mafia is in my top five. Now, 3-6 Mafia discography, if you're not a really Southern hip-hop person, you might be like, well, I mean, I know a couple tracks they did, but if you're listening to the radio in the last five to ten years... There has been no production group that sampled more than 36 Mafia is in hip hop right now. Juicy J still very relevant. Um, they were Academy Award winners, which they spent a whole album letting you know about. Yeah, they did.
0: <laughs> they did. Oh God, they did.
1: They've been a part of one of the biggest tracks ever. I mean, the "Sippin' on Some Scissor" track was hot. A lot of people don't know they were actually a part of the original international player anthem that had Outkast and UGK. They were part of the production crew of that. I mean, 36 Mafia for me discography-wise, if I want to just listen to really ignorant like down south hip hop music that just that just makes me feel like f everybody. There's <laughs> nothing nothing that beats Throwing in three six mafia, listening to Juicy J and DJ Paul talk about some ignorance that I will never be a part of in my real actual life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think he had me at ignorance. That was good. I, I'm,
1: I'm just saying, like you know, I listen to sipping on some Scissor. I ain't sipping on nothing, but the <laughs> track was
2: hot. <laughs> he said, I ain't sipping on nothing but the track was hot. I mean look,
1: look the discography a lot of people don't know man they've sold a lot of albums man so I mean that's that's why they're up there I mean and I mean they're consistent I mean if you like 36 6 Mafia when they first came out if they drop an album today you're gonna like it cause it's gonna be the same consistent sound and energy
0: knowing you that pick makes so much sense <laughs> I mean, and it's, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I'm just not, you know, you're not wrong. And yes, people out there, they did do a whole album letting you know that they want a Grammy. Literally.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty big deal. I let you know, too.
0: I mean, Grammy award win a winning Street Six Mafia. Really, dog. <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to start.
2: <laughs> yep. That one. Wow. I, I ain't heard that title in a minute
1: same time frame LL Cool J Rock the Bells I don't, I don't oh. care that song come on the energy is just there
2: yeah I like Rock the Bells a lot
1: um, the other one is, is a personal favorite for me I mean it's probably just cause of you know where I was from Savannah Georgia but if Pastor Troy we ready come on and them gunshots start happening at the beginning of the song I don't, I don't care where I'm at how many we, more but I'm going to say F what you say ain't no more playing GA
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the other one one of the greatest remixes of all time Rich Boy Throw Some D's On It Remix when Andre 3000 just annihilates the first verse and then everybody else decides to rap afterwards but it don't even matter because the microphone had already been melted after Andre 3000 killed the first verse <laughs> yeah, that, that remix said, was like eight minutes long, wasn't it? Yeah, but nobody nobody knows. Everybody just knows Dre's verse. Like everybody everybody else happened, but the song is they made a mistake. You shouldn't have put the headliner first because ain't nobody got no reason to stay.
2: Yeah, he can't come behind that. <laughs> he said the microphone got melted. One of the
1: co- one of the coldest verses he's ever spit in his life. And the other one, Andrew, three thousand common theme. But I challenge you to try to sit still when Bombs Over Baghdad comes on. Oh, yeah, that's my jam, bro. I i not you. <laughs> Can't do it. And if you do it, I don't trust you. Wow. <laughs> I don't trust somebody that can listen to that song and just sit still. Don't trust you. I get that. Wow. So,
0: here's a fun fact. When I went, to, when I was at ODU in the early when the 2000s, and I was with the radio station, that was the time that we were going... We had some war stuff going on. I stopped playing that song. like, Because I would play it almost every day just because it's hype. But out of protest, I stopped playing that song. So, yay.
1: I mean, say whatever you want. Um, but the protest is over. That joint's banging. <laughs> <One of the laughs> it's hy- it's probably the hypest hip-hop song ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, gentlemen. Awesome, gentlemen. Hopefully... Some people listening can listen to some of that and realize, yeah, those guys know what they're talking about.
1: Hey, hey, but but for real, if y'all ain't out there and y'all ain't, you know, y'all were born past 1990 something, which, you know, some people were, unfortunately. um, Yeah, you got to check out that Beastie Boys, Paul Revere. If you don't listen to any other Beastie Boys song, that's the one. And just stop listening to the rest of their songs. I'm not really a huge fan. But that song right there, that's it
0: you know the funny thing is I was really about to say that <laughs> I was literally about to, I was about to come out of my mouth like I don't care what you heard y'all need to pull up that Paul Revere joint so
2: good hey, you're good not time. wrong man it's just that um, I think there's so many uh, so many qualities about that song especially at the time it came out I don't know if that was a Rick Rubin thing I don't know who did who decided to put their beat in reverse but oh my god it's just, yeah, Paul Revere. I mean, I love the BC Boys, and I, there are some songs that he, they did a song with Q-Tip that was hot. But it's like, Paul Revere, yeah. That would it, be Get It Together, sir. Yeah, right. Get
0: it together.
2: There it is. he
0: was happy. I want to. And my name is Biz Mar- Stop it. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't yeah, that, that
2: song is That song is hot to death, but it's not Paul Revere.
0: That whole Intergalactic, oh, uh, no. What's the name of that album? Ah, uh, not Intergalactic it's going to kill me now. Cause
2: See, I got that on uh, uh, a greatest hits type, like box set type. Not box set, but a, it, I don't know what record it came off of, but I just know when I heard it, it was like, dang, but it's not Paul Revere. Was
1: L- that, that In was, was that on Il- L- Communication? L- L- that's it. It. Yeah, Ill Communication.
0: Ill Communication is the dopest Beastie Boy album ever to come out. And as a non-Beastie
1: Boys fan, on this bro I I don't understand why I came up with that album before y'all did
2: (laughs) but see a lot of a lot of the stuff y'all are coming up with took me to other places where it's like oh yeah I couldn't think about I mean when you say top 5 and you're like 30 north of 30 it's hard man yeah that's true that's true that's true
0: yeah definitely but I mean real talk Ill Communication is one of the few CDs I can listen to from the beginning to the end and half that CD is Electronica. And I hate Electronica with a passion.
2: Not when but, the Beastie Boys do it.
0: Yeah. It's just so smooth. And it's just, I sat there and listened to it on the bed one day. Just is the whole thing. I was like, this is awesome. I can't ask for nothing else. And they're coming out with a new greatest hits album. MCA Rest In Peace. Alright. So, we are now down to our final segment. What else is on your mind? A.G., you really haven't spoken a lot today. What else is on your mind, brother?
2: Well, you know, the reason why I didn't speak a lot today wasn't on purpose. But when you got two guys that kind of say what you're going to say and nothing to say. So, you, you know, you learn not to say. But as far as what's on my mind, um, I introduced my wife to... Uh, the boondocks (laughs) and (laughs) it was funny to me and i could tell that she got it but it wasn't her bag and i understand why uh i think the n-bombs upset her a little bit but she dealt with it because she understood what was going on and the biggest thing was she did it for me and so for everybody out there that got a ride a dot chick appreciate her appreciate her and appreciate her. And so the second thing I got is um, for all the Jessica Krugs out there that's lying about their blackness because they're not black, please stop. There are other ways to support the cause or to be down, but there's no way you can legitimize lying. And you... You take value away from what's going on and what we're doing here. So there's nothing wrong to be, you know, nothing wrong with being Jewish. Be Jewish.
1: Wait a second. Wait a second. A man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. And if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, this is a free country. You should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali.
2: But stop devaluing us by doing what you're doing. This is the second time it's happened in my lifetime and it's, it's just very discouraging. So please stop. That's what I got on my mind. I hate you. Oh, you're going to say that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it all night long. I'm A-G so Yeah, here taking everybody's thunder. I know it's so bad. I'm sorry. Cuz y'all can walk on sunshine though. Man, Doing you <laughs> Now I got to come up with something real quick. Ah. Man, we we
1: just have to start calling you Walmart, man. You putting all the small businesses out.
2: Wow. (laughs) That hurt, man. (laughs) Damn. I was like,
0: man, he's going to talk about his wife, and that's going to be awesome. But he kept going, and I was like, son
2: of a bitch. I'm so Ah, sorry. But I mean, in all fairness, I mean, how do y'all feel about the whole Jessica Krug thing, man?
0: Honestly,
2: I'm going to be real with you. i
0: gonna be real with you. I blame everybody who didn't do their research, including SS Magazine. Straight up. I mean, because I feel like normally if you're going to print something or something like that, if you're going to print something, you need to go into your background sources You need to check everything because it's not like she changed her name. (laughs) You know, it's not like you couldn't have found out that she grew up in the Midwest. You know, when she straight up said, you know, quote, I am Bariqua, just so you know, Barica, not Puerto Rican, to reflect the name by which indigenous people knew the island before Columbus was invaded. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, you know, as much as people dislike her, I can't be mad at her hustle, because she fooled a lot of people. But I can only blame those people for getting fooled because especially like I'm disappointed. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of disappointed at S's magazine because they did not clear, clearly do their do research on her. And if you're going to put somebody who writes anything in a book that is put out like that, you better double and triple check everything about that person. All this did was put um, magazines and even websites on notice. Yo, man, before you do anything, you either got to talk to this person you need to do some research. You better look up LinkedIn their Facebook, everything. If you can't find a picture or pictures of this person, then you need, and you can't talk to them, then you need to question whether you, you put that stuff. So yeah, it's kind of, it's really kind of messed up. Um, but once again, you know, it's one of those things that you got to just double check, man. And, and that's it. T- uh, Moby
1: everybody want to be an n-word until they get treated like one and like I, I'm it's weird to me because she's in a re- really unique situation now where she's disliked by both races that's that's amazing
2: <laughs> yeah, it's purgatory all
1: right <laughs> ain't no future in your front obviously like, I I didn't get, what I don't get the whole culture vulture thing, but when you out here um, leeching off the culture like that, like, yeah, I can't, I can't really feel that much sympathy for you, you know, when you out there on them streets by yourself. Because ain't nobody on either team about to ride for you no more. And like, if you look here, her picture, I'm just kind of like, what? Like. <laughs> and you're right this has happened twice in our (laughs) lifetime yeah like at least at
0: least the other woman at least tanned herself to look darker this chick's
1: like lily white hey man but is this this just a woman thing though is this just a female thing though because like Uh, do you think there'll ever be a day where a white dude out here trying to front like a black dude never (laughs) not like this yeah a white guy might want a white guy might want to get accepted by black culture but yeah he um, would do this like, I don't even think Paul Wall out here trying to make people think he black. <laughs> nah.
0: I mean, not that, you know, she she recounts vivid memories of police brutality in a Bronx childhood. Quote, growing up, there's no escape from police violence, really. Some of my earliest memories of life are of police brutality. I remember one summer when I was five, walking for the park with my brother, who was about 12 at the time, right? And having police throw him on the ground. So that's has my whole life. Now, if that happened to you in Kansas City, then, wow! But
1: yeah, man, yeah. it was right down the Bronx, man. There's a block on Kansas City called Bronx Avenue, probably. That's we we just we just mistook it. We didn't, you know, we didn't ask enough probing questions. That was the problem.
2: Yeah. I don't know, man. As long <laughs> when I saw her picture for the first time, I was like, the only thing that could have ever even made me think like she was black was her nose is a little wider. That's the only thing from physical attributes that I saw that was like, okay, maybe. But I'm like, come on, man. I
0: mean, And the thing about it is, it's like, real talk, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but look, yo, man, she's the color of the paint in my apartment. And it's like, huh? I I just, like, I don't know, man. I guess, I guess some people could mistake her for, for someone who's Cuban, maybe. But I just I don't see it I don't see it
2: and the other question I have too is what in the world is going on in the Jewish community f- from her perspective that makes her want to jump ship they have their own thing going well
0: I mean if she had a jump
2: ship she's about to they don't play that
0: you out they they will kick her out <laughs> of the Jewish community
2: I I don't know man. It was it was it, it all it's always so disheartening to me. I'm like, why you wanna like play black? You can't play black, you either black or you not. You you if you okay. I can't I can't commit like a pig to bacon being a woman. I don't care. I just can't. I can empathize and sympathize and support them, but I'm still a dude. Play your position that's all I'm saying it's just it's just ridiculous and,
0: and the only reason why she came out because she probably got caught
2: yeah she was getting ahead of it that's what I told Boo Love. I said she's just getting ahead of this but yeah so. essence put her
0: work in there Oof.
2: that was brutal That's the second time yeah. they got burned it's the second time man I
1: don't know Mo B you got anything left bro yeah man something that we haven't really t- touched on man what's on my mind is college football. And why are we so desperate to have these kids out here playing, man? I just I get it. It's about money.
2: I was going to say you already said it. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I get it. It's about money. But the problem that I have with it is not not the institutions that stand to you know, profit from it, because I get their perspective. But the people who gain no profit from it who are out here basically calling these kids who don't actually want to play selfish or saying oh well maybe we should take their scholarship if they don't want to come out and play football like when, why is it an 18 to 21 year old job to entertain you because your life is so effed up you need an escape on Saturday like <laughs> The fact, and the, the fact that people are trying to make this a political thing and literally Trump is using this to try to gain favor in Midwest states and a lot of all his swing states like in Big Ten country pretty much it's just so disingenuous and I'm really hoping that college football does not happen because the worst story that could ever happen is sometime in October ESPN reports some guy from some university dies of COVID nineteen. Like we've already had over a hundred and what eighty thousand people die from this. The last thing we need is some people out here playing for free to die. That's all I got, man.
0: Reach. Wow, it's interesting you bring that up. I mean, cause I'm kind of with you, man. I mean, I, I just, you know. It's all about that cash, and that's what it is, you know? And and there's nothing else. You know, I can't imagine being a football player and having to make a decision like this. But everybody wants to play. So, I mean, I don't know. It sucks. Well, let's be
1: honest, man. Do we really know that everybody wants to play? Because, like, these college students don't have power. Like, people think that because they're on scholarship that somehow they have power. They are on one-year scholarships that the coach can revoke at any time for any reason. So if some guy goes, hey coach, I really don't feel comfortable playing this year COVID-19, that coach can say, All right, man, cool, you know, you sit the season out. And then the next year he ain't got no he ain't got no place on the team no more. And there's nothing we can do about it. So we basically asking a 19, 20 year old to stand on principle and lose his scholarship. No, man, we got we gotta be the adults in the room. I know they're technically and legally adults But when somebody doesn't have power, when somebody's in a position of vulnerability, I think it's everybody else's responsibility to try to protect them. And we as a society are doing a piss poor job of it.
0: And I agree with that. Um, See, it is the thing that that bothers me the most about the Big Ten situation. Is it the Big Ten? It's the parents of the players. I'm just kind of like, Really? They finally, for the first time, are looking out for your kids the way they should. And you mad? Like, I, like, it, you know, it'd be different. It, it is, I don't know. Like, Justin Fields, yo, Justin, you about to go play in the NFL, dog. And I get it. And I get you want to play. And I get they all want to play. But you know what? There are just times where some people decide other things and the biggest problem with the Big Ten was that they weren't transparent and now you got parents suing the Big Ten and I think as parents, that's disrespectful and I I just think, I think that, that I think the whole Big Ten community is wrong and for once, the Big Ten got it right as far as the SEC, the ACC and the Big 12, I mean you know at least they can say they followed their doctors and they're clearly willing to accept whatever crap happens. And so I you know, I don't I'm with you. I don't think they should play, but at least they they were pretty much up front and were like, Look, you know, we gonna play and we're gonna do everything we can to keep them safe. I mean, half the school, students ain't there no more, which is good, students should never went back anyway. So, I mean, if that's the case, to be honest, they're better there without all the students there. The chance they might still get COVID, but at least it's smaller now. You know, having 50,000 people there who don't give a crap and then surrounded by football that does give a crap, you know? So, I'm with you, Tico. But, I don't know. The NFL is one thing. Hopefully the NBA saliva test will come to fruition and that'll start being used sooner Um, at at least they'll find out within hours instead of days so um, thank you sir so I guess I've stalled enough to figure out what I'm going to talk about because AG took my thunder thank (laughs) you (laughs) jerk Um, dang player it's cold so, I'm gonna talk about something real trivial, and I know we three care about it. But yo, man, the Boys season
2: two came out today. Yeah, I'm sitting watching some of it tomorrow. But they only listed, they only put out three episodes. Yeah, because I was gonna ask you, did they drop all eight at a time? Last last year they dropped all of them at the same time.
0: Okay. So I guess. They're teasing us, which I hate them for that.
2: <laughs> well, at least they got three.
1: I'm protesting. I'm not gonna watch it until I can watch all of them. Because I can't get wow. back, I can't get invested and then be left hanging.
0: Man, it's too late. What about appreciating what you have? I will. I appreciate <laughs> when I have it all. Oh my god. <laughs> so, which makes me feel like they're gonna have twelve episodes if they're putting them out in threes. So that I feel good about. I watched the first episode because I saw a text uh, thing from one of my boys he watched it at 2 o'clock in the morning and I was just like I hate you because I was tired I need to go to bed but I watched the first episode this morning
2: bro bro don't, do okay, I...
1: don't do that don't do okay,
2: that
1: Don't
2: I gotta do that. watch it now right after this is over <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you thought they lost some uh-uh. no 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 mm I think they gained something and it's scary
2: that is like, crazy yo after last season holy cow bro. <laughs> bro
0: bro like so the first thing I will say one thing about it and it's not a spoiler like the first three minutes they go over the whole past first season and everything crazy that happened you see that in three minutes so literally they take all the the bruh situations and they put them in this nice little three minute package so like you're automatically caught up there's been some changes they didn't there's a time lapse I don't know how much they didn't really say or maybe I just missed it because I was lost for like 10 seconds after that yeah man if if the first if this episode is anything like if this season is like this episode bruh, that's all I gotta say man it's like I really wanna watch two and three tonight I don't know I gotta go cut grass tomorrow we'll see but yo Moby I'm sorry yo you gotta take that bandaid off bro you need to watch that you need to watch it even if you watch one a week, man, I'm telling you,
1: we waited too long for you not to watch this when it comes out. Oh, man, like I said, man, I watch it when they all drop because I get too invested, man. If I get to episode three and I, I can't go on and I gotta wait, I'm gonna be upset, man. I'm spoiled now. my My viewing habits have changed now. It ain't. It ain't. I can't come back to it weekly. I need to be able to sit down and watch all of it. No. Um. we're
0: gonna have to wait to find out what happens next are you kidding me right now so gentlemen we will get them one a week after this week every friday it drops a new episode there's only eight episodes this is a bunch of garbage
1: well i'll see y'all in what six weeks Man, yeah, <laughs> uh, six weeks.
2: I watch a lot of stuff on HBO. I'm like, I'm accustomed, so I'm good.
0: Hey, speaking, oh, uh, do you have HBO Max yet?
2: Yeah, I had it for since it came out.
0: Oh, they released the Sunday's episode of Lovecraft Country today. today, so you can watch it early.
2: Yeah. Oh, I gotta tell people about. We love that show, man. Don't don't do it. We were laughing at you last episode. We were laughing at you because I was like, Ruben can't watch this. I mean, I really want to, man. I keep teasing myself. I don't keep... do it, please don't. This last episode was hardcore. Don't do it.
0: I did see a part of the episode when I saw a demon pop out the sky, and I was like, "What the blue heaven?" And I turned it
2: off. You don't want that. <laughs> Is it Let that bad? It for you, yes. Is that that it's... horrible? Is it like horror for real? For you, yes. Don't do it, man. You will never be the same again after that. Man, I really want to watch it though. It's awesome, and I'm sorry, but I'm I'm asking you not to do it. you grown. You can do what you want to do, but I'm telling you, based on my knowledge of you, you want no parts of this. I do want parts of it, though. No, you don't. Mo B, should I do it?
1: Man, you're on your own, man, because I don't... I'm, I might watch it just because I'm just curious to see what it's about, because watching the trailers leaves me confused. Well, so... It's funny that we're talking about this on the show, but
0: what I watched was her, when they came, when the cops came, no, before the cops came, they were destroying something, a car or something, and then the cops came, they all got on their knees and got arrested. And that then I turned it from that.
2: Because there are a lot of things that are around that that you don't want to see. And plus, I think that episode was pretty light based on what i'm really asking you not to watch
0: man i really i'm so like interested
2: no no i'm telling you you won't be right again so okay
0: compared to a uh, compared to a horror movie that there you are think- not
2: the only the only horror movie that i know that is as intense it, it's a different conversation a little bit but it is as intense as the exorcist you don't oh, want hell to no, watch that, that. You don't want. You don't want it. You don't want it nah, you don't right. want any parts I don't it. want none of the excess. And when she and I'm turned not her sa- head
0: around, I was done.
2: And I'm not saying it's like that, but as I'm, I'm comparing it with the level of intensity. And it's nah, bro. Let it go. And I'm sorry for you because it's really good. But for people who don't like horror movies, you don't want none. Can they just remove the horror out and like leave everything else in? No, because there's no story.
0: Because when I hear it, it's like, it's like, it talk, it's like about history, but it's just
2: tweaked. No, it's not tweaked. It's twisted.
0: Okay. I guess that's what I'm saying. I mean, because, you know, I heard they were talking about
2: Emmett Till and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, they, they I mean, it's definitely based on um, history. A little bit. It's based on definitely the the black struggle. And a lot of things that we were do that we were duped out of, and it's coming to pass, and all that stuff. But all the stuff in between, it's hardcore, man. It's just the way. I mean, it's really ironic too, because Lovecraft is a serious racist. But I mean, dude, and that's why they call it Love. You know, that's why they call it Lovecraft Country, because some of the things that go down in the places where they are. it's normal because it's like high level racism like high little Uh well the it's well Lovecraft country is kind of like saying Stephen King Country so what you're saying is oh, that wow. the uh, Northeast oh because I know JJ
0: Abrams is directing it or something
2: right so I'm saying to you because Lovecraft is actually an author he wrote a lot of science fiction early on
0: HR Lovecraft
2: right he wrote, but, yeah.
0: the world right
2: uh, I think so maybe. Don't quote me on that, but I'm thinking that sounds familiar. So, yeah, that's the same dude that they're talking about. But like I said, man, it's just like a lot of mystic stuff, a lot of spiritual stuff, a lot of racism, a lot of of blood. Oh, my God, dude, you don't want any part of this. Uh, You don't want any part of it. You just don't. I'm now sad. You should be because it's really good. But I know you as far because you've said it many 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 times you do not do horror movies well if that's the case you don't want no parts of this i need for them to stop showing it then because well it's their job to show it
0: man it comes on like five times a day on hbo like during the day like it's cool and i'm just like what is wrong with you
2: well for people like you it's not cool but for people like me it's lovely yeah whatever <laughs> man in the show man
0: i know that's what i'm about to do so thank you every thank you everyone for listening to another episode of five minute warning i apologize you had to listen to the the banter of me and my hatred for horror movies but you know i guess you listen to the show for something it might as well be my hatred for horror movies um thanks everybody thank you ag thank you mobi you know we'll see you in probably seven days give or take a day or two um have a good memorial. <laughs> Labor Day, episode 46. We're getting close to 50. We're getting close to the one year anniversary. You want to stay along for this ride because it's going to be good. Thank you again. This is Five Minute Warning. This is Ruben. I'm out. Peace.
1: You can send any questions or comments to F I V E Minute Warning 19 at @gmail.com
2: The 5 Minute Warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to The 5 Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5 Minute Warning on the Spotify
0: app. Hey